Oh shit, are we recording? What's up? This is the Fuck the Status Quo podcast. I am your host, Ellie Blake, and this is a place where we discuss getting your shit together. Why? Because the more people on the planet getting their shit together and being the best version of themselves means the less assholes there are. I'm down for that. Are you down for that? All right, let's go. Step. Welcome back to the Fuck the Status Quo podcast. We talking shit again today. How you doing? I'm doing amazing, Ellie, and you're looking amazing. <laughs> I just need everyone to know that I'm wearing this. Is this a mullet? I don't fucking. It's straight out the 80s. I'm just wearing a wig and I put on sunglasses and hopped on the call with Steph and was recording her like, hey, <laughs> just to see her reaction. It looks like an extreme mullet. I mean, I just kind of chill at my house sometimes and have the wig on. I don't know. It's like my alter ego. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind me <laughs> I'm like I hope my neighbors haven't seen me and they're probably like what the fuck is going <laughs> anyways I think it's appropriate for the topic we're speaking about today actually how <laughs> <laughs> oh okay so we're talking about AI today talking shit about AI today I look like I got fried by like electronics or something so is that where you were going with it well I, I don't know what I was going to say honestly like I think of like ro- AI right so like it's a robot who looks like perfect and everything and then there's and then there's humans who just look like a hot mess sometimes <laughs> I don't even have the wind jacket on but you know they didn't make pants with it I got a wind jacket this is like my how to not be an asshole reels that I've been making for the podcast and TikTok yeah. I'll say that I was like I need a character because I need somebody to be like the asshole like I didn't just want me to be like I was like I need to go into this like further <laughs> so it's like you know, like a conversation you're having with a friend like I did one where it's like oh I'm thinking of starting a business and then the chick in the wig is like nope don't do that like not a good idea. So I needed somebody to be like the dick to be like, don't do this. I don't know why she has this hair, like, but I don't know. I think I just really just need an excuse to buy this wig. <laughs> it looks like you smoke three packs a day. <laughs> I, buy, I bought cigarettes to go with the outfit. <laughs> I was like, dude, she's definitely one of those people that's always drinking, like has a bush light in hand cigarette that's Probably never even lit because she gets too distracted talking and it's just like waving out of her mouth. This is her. Well, you know what? At least these are for videos to where you don't see the waist down. So you don't need the pants, honestly. That's why I started my business. So I don't have to fucking wear pants. That's the goal. The joys of technology, not wearing yeah. pants. I'm like, how do we segue? <laughs> <laughs> and now we're talking about artificial intelligence finally um yeah we wanted to you know do another talk shit episode we wanted to talk about ai because it seems like that's all everybody's talking about i feel like each year there's like a main thing that's everybody's talking about and recently it's the past few months for sure so I don't know, kind of tell me what you've noticed or what you've tried or seen recently that you think is cool or you think is fucked up or what you got? Well, I think my first thoughts about it were I didn't really think about how much it would affect our future until probably like 2019, 2018, 2019, when I realized just like how much it was affecting jobs, right? Like you go into McDonald's, you go into a jewel or a grocery store, right? And 
you see just everything's being automated. It worries me because, you know, I'm someone that is a high school dropout and I didn't go to college. So it's like, fuck, like these are jobs that, you know, like people like me need that are being taken away or people that are just like high school kids, right? Like the job at McDonald's is like for a high school kid and those are being taken away. And it's like, what is being replaced? Because if it's not somebody that's super techie, you know, where are those people going to go? And I didn't do this intentionally, but now being a certified sole purpose coach, I feel like it fits so well with that worry of like, what's going to happen to people and what are we going to do? Just because I feel like once we lose those jobs that are kind of, um, I guess, not needed for people to do, there has to be another route. There has to be something else, right? So it's like, that's when we got to tap into our creativity, our individualism and things like that to really find that in our joy, right? To find that. So I was like, oh shit, this thing that I was like super worried about, I've like created a career around helping people through that. So I thought that was really cool. But I do fear for like just where it's going to go. Like Black Mirror, for example, have you seen that? Uh-uh. How dare you? You've never seen Black Mirror? I was just thinking of Black Swan. I was like, nope, that's not the same movie. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. You know what? I've come to realize lately, like I've seen Black Mirror, like the whole show, like three times already. And I thought everyone had watched this show. I'm like learning that a lot of people haven't. And that Black Mirror, it's supposed to oh, represent okay. like a screen. Oh, okay. A Black Mirror. And it talks about like the dangers of what technology can do in the future mm-hmm. if it gets to that point. So, yeah super interesting yeah i watched um what was it? it it was on netflix i'm pretty sure and it was just a documentary about basically the algorithm and just like how it's learning about you and just how much it freaked me out so much fuck I, i'll figure out the name of it and have a loop put it in the show notes but it freaked me out so much that i didn't use my phone for like two weeks after that because i was like because ah! all the stuff that they're just like finding out about you and like stuff that they can see on your screen like even if you don't like a video on Instagram or TikTok, it'll pay attention like, oh, they didn't scroll like they're watching this. It calculates that and then, you know, feeds spits out more shit to you, which I mean, is a good thing and a bad thing in a sense. You know, like I get the they're trying to get you to buy shit, essentially, by putting stuff in front of your face that they think that you're going to be interested in. So like in one sense, it's helpful. But then, dude, I swear this shit happens all the time. I'll be like talking to someone about a vacuum or like a pro I don't know why I said vacuum about a vacuum, vacuum now. <laughs> Dyson's latest vacuum is the only one to use a laser. It's precisely angled to reveal invisible dust. The slim fluffy clean heads anti-static carbon fiber filaments pick up those microscopic particles. Suction is increased when needed. And now back to the show. And now, exactly. And then it just fucking pops up on your phone and you're like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't even type this anywhere. So that shit's kind of creepy. And I know on uh, iPhones, like, you can ask the apps to not track you or something. But I don't know. I feel like they're still watching that shit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I have a Google Pixel and it can do the same where it's where you can, like, turn it off. Yeah. But it's creepy to just, like, think about, like, I watched this uh, documentary on YouTube and it was like, okay, have you heard of a... Uh, the social credit score in China that they're experimenting with. Okay, it's not like a thing yet, but they're trying it out in like some areas. And basically there's just cameras fucking everywhere. And 
if you jaywalk across the street, like it dings your social credit score down. Stop. This is Black Mirror. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Is this what the whole, okay. <laughs> yes. This is like what they're working on and it hasn't been like implemented. It's still like in the experimental phase. And it's like, it said it can predict crime like before it happens, like by noticing areas, like all the cameras watching and stuff, I guess people's body language and just like how they're reacting. Like if a situation is going to escalate. I was like, that's cool, but also, I don't know. Like, when is it too much? You know what I mean? Like, when do we not have any more privacy at all anymore? Yeah, absolutely. If you check out the episode Nosedive in Black Mirror on Netflix, Mm -hmm. I love Black Mirror because each episode is a different story. Like, it's not like a a series that you follow. Oh, okay. I love shit like that. (laughs) I actually don't suggest watching it in order. Like, just scroll through and be like, oh, this one looks interesting. This one looks good because, oh my God. Um, in Nosedive, it's literally like you have a rating. I think it's up to five, like five stars. You have a five-star rating. And your interactions with people, they can like either like give you a, a thumbs up, which ups your rating, or they can give you a thumbs down, which will lower your rating. And anyone with like a two and below, like they get treated like shit. Like people just like judge them immediately. They don't get like certain privileges that the higher ratings get and things like that. Like it's insane. I thought of this thing like not too long ago and I'm I'm, like hesitant to share it because I think I could make billions of dollars off of it, but whatever. I'll just tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I think it'd be a fucking genius idea. And I came up with this in like a road rage moment. If they had like a chip or something like in your car and it knew that it was like you driving and then like every year you would have to go renew your license or whatever which is a pain in the ass but what if you went there and they were like actually like you drive like a dick so we're suspending your license for like the next year like i I think that would be a good thing my boyfriend would hate that because he blows stop signs all of the fucking time oh yeah he'd be fucked he'd be like lost his license for life life. they'd be like we're not giving that They'd make him like go to therapy and be like, what is, you need to confront the stop sign. Like, just hug it. What's your problem? (laughs) You need to confront the stop sign. But I think it would be a good idea. But there's a lot of shit, like, just like you were saying right at the beginning. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's cool that you can go into McDonald's and they have all those kiosks now. Or at Walmart, I don't know about the Walmarts where you're at, but here it's basically all self-checkout. Like, they have maybe two aisles open and it's like all self-checkout. And I don't give a shit about that because I would rather just not talk to anyone anyways. But I understand that not everybody wants to do that. So it's just kind of interesting to see. And it's like, well, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, what are other people going to do for work if now their jobs are obsolete? Yeah, like, absolutely. And you just reminded me when you said, like, I prefer to not talk to someone. That's actually where our society, I feel like, is like going to where, you know, yeah boomers back in the day like that's all they did was like interact and socialize with one another that's how you like found out information and <laughs> and learn things yeah. and nowadays it's so different and I realized this when I worked at a windows and siding company when I was like 17 years old and then I went back when I was like in my mid-20s and when I was 17 there was like late high school, early college kids working there in the marketing department as canvassers. And they would go door to door and basically schedule appointments for free estimates on your home. And these kids were so good at their jobs, like back in like 2008, 2007, 2008 era. And nowadays, like when I worked there last, 
you know, it's the generation after us. And they were so horrible with talking to people. They they were so horrible, like at their job with like scheduling appointments for people because like kids, I don't, I don't want to say kids these days, but literally it's like people these days, you know, they're so used to communicating through a screen and not face to face. And that's why this company is now automating more of their estimates versus like relying on like people to go out there and talk face to face with somebody and and get an estimate. So I just find it like super interesting, like how much things are changing, not only because of businesses, but also because of like our social needs or wants today. Right. On that note, too, it's kind of interesting just seeing like just all of the AI stuff coming out for social media and just being able to create an image that's not even fucking real at all. Like we already know there's filters and you know, that's a whole different conversation. But like, I saw this video the other day, it was like a tutorial of some new AI thing. And it was literally like a picture of a woman and she was like standing on some balcony. And then it was like almost like a Canva tutorial type thing. Like it was a screen recording of somebody using this app. And then they stretched out the picture and then they just told the AI, like, I want her looking over an Italian city. And it just looked like it. I was like, whoa. And that's just weird to think about because it's like, how are we going to differentiate like what's real and what's not real? And I don't know. It's just weird to think about because it's like, are people just not going to talk anymore? Are people just going to live in like this virtual world? Like I need to know, like, what do they physically do? Are they just like literally laying in bed? Like I'm in bed right now. Are they just laying in bed all day? Like in this virtual reality? Like I just don't, I want to know not too soon, but I'm curious to just see what's going to happen to society because of this. Everybody's just going to hermit. Oh, absolutely. Have you seen Ready Player One? I'm like spitting out all these fucking. (laughs) No, I need to like write this shit down because I plan on being lazy the rest of the day. Obviously, I'm already in bed at fucking 429. So let me know. I'll watch some shit. Well, first of all, go watch Black Mirror. I think you have to like purchase Ready Player One. I don't know if it's free anywhere. It might be free on something. But um, it, it was a book, but then it turned into a movie. And I'm pretty sure, so in this movie, without giving like too much away, I'm pretty sure that the creator of, it was called The Oasis. And it was like, you know, virtual reality, you like put these things on and you can like go into this oasis and you, you know, create your own character and you can be whoever you want to be. And you can literally go into like Sonic World or, you know, Doom or, you know, just like there's that portal like brings you to any like video game possible. And people would meet up there. And this takes place in 2045, I believe, or somewhere around there. And, um, like, the real world looks like shit. There's trailers stacked on one another because, like, there's no room to, like, spread them out. They've got to start stacking them. And people just use the Oasis to escape. And I'm pretty sure the creator of the Oasis was autistic it's a really good story but it just reminded me of my own experience with I loved this app called Smule and it's like a singing and acting app and people would get like really into it where we'd like we would go on a separate app called Line and you would like audition to like get into like groups and stuff and then there would be like group chats and like group video calls and group projects and all of this so I made like so many friends through that app and we would always do like video calls, like just like what you and I are doing right now, like pre Zoom, though, it was like through the line app. And it was just crazy to like, that was my escape back then. Like I didn't feel like I could, you know, go out and hang out with friends as a mom, be on autistic child. 
So like that was my way of like going into a world to socialize, but yeah. it was like through a screen, but it was connecting with people all over the world. Yeah. So there are like some really great things about technology and AI, but there's also that other side of it to it's like, why escape when you can just create that in your, you know, real life? So, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely interesting to just think of like the good things and the bad things. Like, you know, I recently realized like for my business, I logged into Shopify the other day, which is what my website is on for all my greeting cards and stuff. And they have like an AI feature in the listing. So I could literally, instead of me, you know, I have a format of like, hey, this is the dimension of the card, the blank or the inside is blank, like a bulleted list. But as far as like a little description, sometimes I'm just like, I don't fucking know what to type. Like it's a card, <laughs> like it's a piece of paper that's folded. Like, fuck, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but now you can literally go in there and be like, type me a description about this funny birthday card that says this and I want it to sound like funny and playful and blah, blah, blah. And it'll just spit out something at you. And it's like stuff like that. That's pretty fucking cool to me because my business is not getting that much better by me sitting there spending the time to type out something as simple as a listing description when really who the fuck reads the listing descriptions anyway? It's mostly just for the algorithm so you can get your keywords in there and get your shit seen. Like nobody's sitting there actually reading it. Yeah. <laughs> except for all these bots and however however the fuck that works. <laughs> so, you know, stuff like that, I think it's, it is very cool. And a lot of people are like, oh no, like it's taking away creativity. And, you know, are you familiar with the website Medium? No. It's just like a, a writing website, like you can publish articles and that's what it's for. And um, I'm on there and I've been on there for a while. And they sent out an email probably like four or five months ago, just talking about AI. Like, hey, you guys have been asking, like, what are we going to do about this? Because you can get paid off on Medium, like depending on how many views, I think it's views or clicks, one or the other. But I mean, you can make decent money on there if you have a shit ton of people reading your stuff. So it's like, what if somebody just sits there and is on like chat GPT or something and just cranks out like 20 articles a day and then is making a bunch of money. And then the person who's sitting there spending hours writing every day is like, what the fuck? So they were just like medium, the website, they were like, we've come up with a solution. You got to tell us when it's AI. Like, how the fuck are you going to know? So it's like, I see situations like that. And I definitely don't think that you should you know, don't fucking lie and be like, yeah, I wrote all this shit. But uh, it's interesting because I don't know how they're going to regulate this stuff, especially if they're meant to sound like so human like it's like, how are you even going to know that it's not a human? Exactly. But then so it's like those are some of the the good things that I think like it can help you with your business and some of the more tedious stuff. It's like spend your zone of genius doing something else that's going to help you more than like this other shit. But then, yeah, it's like, well, what about everybody else? Like, what are they supposed to do for jobs? The population of the planet isn't getting any smaller. And if we're about to have robots take over, basically, like the service industry and all that shit, it's like, what are people actually going to do to survive? How are they going to pay for shit? What kind of jobs are they going to have? Exactly. I actually went in this downtown area. I went to this restaurant and 
everything was automated or self-serve. Did they have those like robot waiters? No. So I shouldn't say everything. Like the, so the server, she came up to us and she was like, Hey, how are you doing? And then she's like, have you been here before? And we're like, no. And she's like, okay, well you order on that iPad and you scan your card. You get like this card, scan your card. And literally like that was it. And then she didn't even bring out the food. She checked on us one time and we didn't need anything. And then by the end of it, like you have to put your card in like a 15%, 20%, 30% gratuity box when you leave. And even like the drinks, you had to get up and get your own drinks. Like not all of them, but a lot of them were like on taps on the wall that you just like go and get. And I don't know, like in my mind, I was like, I'm all for like pain servers, 20% minimum tips. Mm -hmm. But when they literally don't do anything and the customer is doing it all, like why? (laughs) Yeah. Like, what are you there for? I remember um, when I was like working at a brewery a couple years ago, I remember hearing about like a self-service bar opening. I think it was like a wine bar. And I remember my initial feeling. I was like, oh, fuck. I mean, at the time I had just started my greeting card business. So it's like I had other plans. I knew I didn't want to bartend forever. You know, it's not like that was my career goal in life. But I was like, damn, like, what are people going to do if this job is just gone? And that's like, I had so much fun bartending. And I think people want that like human interaction. But then at the same time, like you were just saying, like the kids these days, what are they going to be like? Because maybe they don't. And then it's going to be like, we're the old timers that like wave at people and talk. (laughs) And they just like are not about it and are, you know, just want like robots for everything. So I think there's a lot of uh, cons to that. It's like, what are the pros to that? It's so, I don't even know the right word for it. It's like, there's so many good things I think about it, but then there can also be so many bad things. Absolutely. And when you say like, what are the pros? It really comes down to production. And it's Mm -hmm. like, what have they been teaching us in schools for the last how many decades, like how to be productive. And if we're creating, you know, technology that is more productive than us, then it's like, where does it leave human beings? What are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to, you know, work for our money or, you know, like, and then what does that work look like? Um, It's really interesting. Stephen Hawking has a quote and it says we are the most dangerous we are at the most dangerous moment in the development of humanity the rise of artificial intelligence is likely to extend job destruction deep into the middle class with only the most caring creative or supervisory roles remaining yeah i think it is going to be a time for like people to be creative and i was thinking about this earlier and it kind of made me think like I don't know if this is going to sound totally like completely fucking backwards. I'm like, it's kind of bringing humanity back to like the beginning, I think, in a sense, because if we have all this other busy shit, you know, that they've raised us in the school systems to think that like this is the only way, at least in America. And then now we have all this shit done for us. It's like, well, then can we get back to fucking sitting outside and looking at the stars and stuff then? Like, because I'm down with that. Absolutely. (laughs) Why do we need to be sitting at a desk if this fucking robot can? But then, you know, therein lies the problem of like, well, how are people going to afford to live? So I don't know how that is going to work out. But to me, I think the beauty of it is just kind of going off what I just said about like, I don't need to sit there and spend my time writing listings I need to be in my zone of genius doing other shit I think 
it's going to provide that time for you. But the fucking problem is so many people just don't know like what their purpose is or what they even want to do. And they're, they've just been distracted by this nine to five hustle grind and they don't even think for themselves anymore. Mm. So they don't know what they want. So I don't know. Yes, that was so good, Ellie. I totally agree. <laughs> it is. My drop. <laughs> you know, it's like we think that success looks a certain way um, career wise. But at the end of the day, like, can a robot fulfill that job that you're doing? Right. Yeah. A lot of careers and jobs, you're just filling a position. Mm-hmm. So it's like, can a robot do that? And it's sad because people invest so much, you know, like, like education and spending so much money in like student loans or their college just to get there Yeah. or, you know, get to where they can be hired. But it's like, yeah. then that's a whole nother conversation of like how many graduates are actually getting jobs in the field that they went to school for. But yeah, it's, it's the economy. Not me. Changing. <laughs> 40% from the last time they did research on this it was actually but um it's it's interesting to see because like in the 90s my dad was somebody who maybe it was early 2000s I don't really remember he was someone who lost his job um due to automation in the manufacturing companies do you know exactly what it was like um yeah what he was doing that, that he got replaced by he was working for GE locomotives making covers for engines of trains okay oh shit that sounds crazy. <laughs> and he'd worked for another company too. I forget. Like, I don't remember what it was, but yeah, uh, that was what he grew up like just always doing. And that was something that was secure and always there. And nowadays it's, things are changing so much. And you said something earlier that made me, um, I don't remember. Oh, well, Alu just cut that part out. No. That just made me think about, I don't know why talking about a factory made me think about cars, but I think the huge problem in the world right now is the amount of people that die in car accidents every year. It's like a horrible tragedy that is shocking and just shouldn't happen. And I think that at some point it's just all going to be self-driving cars and that's going to be better for society. Like less people are getting killed. Oh, I could play the other side of that coin, Ellie. Oh shit, not good. Okay, let's hear it. So if we're changing everything to self-driving, right? Like self-driving vehicles all around cars, trucks semi trucks well truckers that's actually like the number one i saw a documentary about this too (laughs) keep going sorry (laughs) truckers is actually the number one job the most common job in like 40 plus states in the united states so it's like if we were to take that away what are those people going to do right and i feel like that kind of has already started and i don't want this to become a political conversation but that's why certain people got into the White House because blue collar people were losing their jobs and like, what the fuck? And, mm-hmm. you know, they were promised a change in a different route, but it's just going to get worse and worse and worse and worse unless we change some way of living. Mm-hmm. I personally just think that everybody should work for themselves. And I think that, again, just going back to like the olden days, you know, <laughs> You should find what you love and like your craft and your thing or whatever. And like, you know, maybe back then it was like you planted stuff or you made food. Apply it to the times and figure it the fuck out. Like, I hate to sound so insensitive. And I understand that most people think that they can't be a business owner. 
but I think that people underestimate themselves. And also at the same time too, like if all this shit is like automated for us and stuff, I could be wrong about this, but I feel like some things will be cheaper. And I don't know. It's like, how much money do you really need to just live life? Like, what do you need all these things for and all this other shit? We interrupt this sweet-ass podcast episode for a message from our sponsor. Hey, bitches, it's me again. Are you tired of all the lame-ass greeting cards you see in the store? Would you rather send your loved one something that's fucking hilarious with cuss words and potentially insulting? Well, shit, you in the right place then. Head over to AsToldByEllie.com where you will find the best fucking greeting cards on the internet. And as a listener of this podcast... I got a discount code for you guys. Waffles will get you 15% off. Again, that's astoldbyelly.com, discount code waffles. And now back to the show. You want to hear something interesting? Yeah. So in Alaska, they actually have what's called like a universal monthly income. These numbers may be off, but it's like every adult receives two grand a month or something around there. I don't I don't know the exact number, but they receive income basically to just help support their basic necessities, housing and food on the table. And everything else, you know, that you want, you work for. You get like if you want anything extra on top of that. But I wish the entire country would do something like that to where it's like, okay, you have your home and like food on the table. If you want anything more than that, like that's when you, you know, go out and and work for that because you know when did we lose i don't know the right to have these things if we're such a i don't know a country that everyone apparently like wants to live here and loves like i i just don't understand why um it's like 70 percent of people live paycheck to paycheck yeah and we need two jobs to afford you know like a one-bedroom apartment like something insane like that and yeah, it's just everything's changing, but like our ways of living, our structures haven't really changed that much. Right. And that's what's like fucking us, like as millennials, like we're the adults of this economy right now. And we have it so much harder than people have in the past. Like when it came to affordability of things, I can't yeah. say like ever, but you know, like the people that are still living today that are older than us, it's like a thousand dollars to go to college back then. Yeah. Well, just like the minimum wage too. Like when is the last time that the minimum wage went up? What it's like what seven twenty-five, seven fifty an hour? Well, in Illinois it's thirteen. Okay. Still thirteen dollars, that's not enough to live. Yeah, that doesn't give you especially here. Like (laughs) I mean, even here where I live in Florida, I looked like one bedroom apartments, I think are gonna be like at least sixteen hundred. I know in Austin it's like two grand plus and that's for like you know something pretty small basic maybe not in a good area and uh i just don't understand like god I fuck, i'm getting triggered i hate the government yeah. <laughs> don't we all <laughs> i don't understand how they expect us to pay for this shit like how do you expect shit to keep getting more expensive and then you not aren't gonna raise the wages you know like what the fuck do you expect people to do exactly i don't know if this is a rule in florida or a law in florida or whatever i don't know what the fuck it is here requirement in illinois where you have to make three times the amount of rent to be qualified for your place three times yeah I've heard that (laughs) I I know that there is something similar in Florida but I remember that in Texas too like I had to man until I was like 25 I had to get my dad to like co-sign for me for every apartment I had and I don't know I just think shit like that is ridiculous 
I understand it's going to be a pain in the ass to evict someone and blah, 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 blah. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like when I was trying to find this apartment, like I had to have someone co-sign for me for this apartment, which I've never had to do before because I've always just like lived with someone else. But as a single mom with a 13 year old, like you expect me to make three times my rent when rent is ridiculous as is like what it doesn't make sense. And going back to, AI and technology, like if we're having these things do this productivity for us, then we should be able to live comfortably. Like, I don't understand why. And the fucking robots build the houses. Boom. Problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my friends and I make a joke about, I don't know if you've seen Handmaid's Tale. No, dude, everything you're bringing up. I'm like, I'm sorry. I haven't seen anything. <laughs> Ellie. <laughs> I watch a lot of TV in the winter. Um, <laughs> so in Handmaid's Tale, the women, there's women, like there, there's certain people of certain statuses. But if you were a fertile woman, you were a handmaid. And basically you were given to a married couple that would, the man would have sex with you and impregnate you and you would carry their baby and then you would give them your baby and then you would leave the house. And it was all about like, you know, like degrading women and everything. Um, and it, it was like, as if this was today, like, it's insane. I highly suggest you watch it if you have not. But my friends and I would joke about like, if it was like in reverse, like the men, like, <laughs> we were just calling them like the house builders, like, build our house. And that's what, <laughs> that's what your job is. <laughs> I don't think that they're, the government makes so much fucking money. You know, we pay taxes, the lottery, just all that shit. It's like, I know that you guys can afford for everybody to have basic fucking living. And if AI is going to do all this other stuff, like, I don't know. I think it's a time for people to just be more creative and become more grounded and figure out who they really are and what they want to do. Because if the hustle and grind culture is over, I don't know. It's like America just fucked themselves because they raised us all to think that we have to like work so fucking hard. And now they come out with these robots like actually this can do it for you. It's like, well, great. So now what do I do? Exactly. And I, I love in that quote that I read earlier when, when it said like the only the most caring and creative or supervisory roles remaining mm -hmm. like that caring, that empathy. I think yeah. that's absolutely something that I don't think a robot can ever fully learn. Right. Like to like be able to relate and resonate with like somebody and to like just empathize what they're going through. Yeah. You know, yeah. we we are humans and we're here for human experiences. And yeah, I think a, a robot can observe and like imitate those things, but can never truly feel those things. And I feel like that's where we need to, you know, like you said, tap into your creativity and with people that are just natural born nurturers, like that is a part of their creativity is really tapping into that caring, empathetic, nurturing side to them because that can't be replicated, I guess, by AI in the same way. Yeah, I just like had a vision of like being in the hospital or something and instead of a nurse like drawing your blood or you're about to go into surgery, some robot just like comes up and it's like draws you like how horrifying would that be I would be terrified if I didn't have somebody like hey it's gonna be okay like you're about to fall asleep you know count to 10 or hey it's gonna be a little pinch I'm just drawing some blood like I can't even imagine that would be creepy you know what's interesting is it could here's the pro to it to like something like that 
that could actually be a way to keep things, I guess, like fair, because you know how like there's faults in like the justice system because people can be super fucking slimy and there's faults in like, like, I guess even like in medical terms, because um, I was watching, I think it was, um, it was a documentary about this nurse who killed my dog is dreaming. Sorry. <laughs> Your dog is what? Because he's dreaming. <laughs> oh, I can't hear him. Okay. It was about this nurse who literally killed like, I don't, I can't even give you the number of people because he like in his eyes, he wanted to like end their suffering. So he would yes. like kill them in the hospital and he would do this at multiple hospitals and the hospitals didn't report him because they didn't want, their you know hospital to shut down or anything like that and they just let him go on to another hospital he did this at like seven different hospitals and didn't get caught for a long time this is also on netflix there's a movie version of it too called the good nurse i think it's called but like just shit yeah, like I that was, i was gonna say you want the fucked up part is that shit happens a lot i studied about the, they're called like healthcare serial killers i studied this when i was in college studying serial killers because i'm fucking crazy there's a lot of nurses and doctors that are serial killers. And one of them, like the circumstances, they're like, oh, I'm putting these people out of their suffering. Like, I think, you know, they, it's a little bit weird, but they genuinely, I think, are trying to come from a good place. And then there's other people who will like, there's a term for it, but I forgot what it is, who will literally, you know, inject someone with something, maybe, for example, and they're dying. And then they step in and are the one to save them. And we'll, we'll get, you know, get off on that sort of feeling. And there's been like several instances where they're like, mm, there's like 17 people that have gone into cardiac arrest, like with this specific nurse that works at this time, like what's going on? It's like, mm. oh, that's fucking terrifying to think about. I think that's going to be the seller though. Because can just be evil, you know? Right. That's going to be the seller with AI, like as it gets more and more advanced it's like it's it's erasing that human error it's taking out like the dark of people unless the robots turn on us and then decide to kill us all oh that's gonna happen for sure <laughs> <laughs> there's so many movies and that's what they say have you heard that thing I, I think there's like a word for it um where it's like they show us these kind of movies and shows just to like mentally prepare our minds so when it does actually happen like we're not completely like distraught or like thrown back by it. We're like, oh yeah, that's that's a thing. That's normal. I remember the uh, movie from Disney Channel called Smart House. Did you ever see that one? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. It's like apparently in the AI world, they are trying to take very seriously like just the safety of it all, so that that doesn't happen. But I I don't. I know nothing about how AI is created. Like, I don't understand how people even do that shit. It's beyond my comprehension. So I don't get how they'll be able to limit that at some point, you know? So that that's a little scary. And if, as smart as these things are and, like, as quick as they pick up on things and gain knowledge, it's like, you want to sit there and say, no, nah, that, that, like, that wouldn't happen in my lifetime. But it's like, bro, that could happen in, like, six months. <laughs> Just the rate at that shit is going so it's like what safety measures are they putting in place so that we just don't become extinct as humans you know the people in silicon valley that are the people creating and inventing these things they don't allow their children to be like to have any type of screens or technology and they also all have bunkers for when this shit goes awry 
We need to get a bunker. <laughs> Everyone listening, <laughs> get a bunker. <laughs> Let's get a fuck the status quo podcast bunker. Yes! <laughs> I'll wear the wig. I'll wear the wig. <laughs> no, that just made me think about, um. oh, what book was it? It, it's a book but they've made it into like a documentary to basically just like all the secret shit in place by the government to like protect the powerful peeps when shit hits the fan and just all these like elaborate bunkers and like plans that they have basically to literally save everyone except for like save the important people like we need this ruler we need this doctor like these people have like cards for this shit like a credit card like id looking thing that's like yep i'm good to go <laughs> like fuck yeah so that shit's crazy too just all the stuff they have in place to be like yeah well fuck you guys like they don't care about us absolutely not <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> they absolutely don't and um it's sad to think that like you know you would think that the people in control like have you know, like they're going to take care of us and they won't, wouldn't let, you know, mass destruction happen. And it's like, that's not true at all. And yeah, a lot, majority of us are those quote unquote normal people, right? To where, you know, what is going to happen to us and how can we change this? And how can we not leave it in the hands of powerful people that already, you know, have hands in their pockets elsewhere or, you know, like, just money to get them out of these situations yeah what do you think the government's intention is in all of this ai stuff because like we've talked about before like school system episode and shit they're raising us to be workers and it's like now they're replacing us so it's like doesn't that seem weird to you like contradictory like you know what i mean well from what i noticed i don't remember what it was but it was a couple years ago they were interviewing people in the government i think it had to do with like um what's his name i can't think of the facebook guy's name what's his nuts mark zuckerberg yes okay it had to do with mark zuckerberg and he was doing some shady shit i don't remember but then like people from the government were being interviewed and they like didn't they were like sounding so fucking stupid they were so uneducated on basic internet technology oh i know what you're talking about fuck what was that this is like i'm having a yeah, right? If I'm email if I'm emailing emailing within WhatsApp, does that ever inform your advertisers? No, we don't see any of the content in WhatsApp. It's fully encrypted. Right, but the, is there some algorithm that spits out some information to your ad platform? And then let's say I'm emailing about Black Panther uh, within WhatsApp. Do I get a WhatsApp do I get a Black Panther uh, banner ad? Senator, we don't Facebook systems do not see the content of messages being transferred over WhatsApp. Yeah, I know, but that's that's not what I'm asking. I'm asking about whether these systems talk to each other without a human being touching it. Senator, I think the answer to your specific question is if you message someone about Black Panther and WhatsApp, it would not inform uh, any ads. Okay. And I was like, oh my God, like, why are these people like in charge of our fucking lives? They don't even like know the technology today. They're like dinosaurs. They don't fucking understand anything. So it's like they're signing off on this shit thinking, oh, this is going to benefit me. Little do they fucking know like what the shit even is. So with that being said, I just feel like especially with the government, like the people in it, they need to be educated right on like what this is doing to our economy and how how it's going to affect us. Because I feel like right now they have no fucking idea what they're doing. And 
don't hate me, anyone who's listening, but I was, I randomly asked my boyfriend the other day, I'm like, how long is it going to take boomers to die off? <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> and he's like, um, probably about like 30 years. I'm like, oh shit. And he's like, why would you, like, why did you ask that? I'm like, oh, cause I was just thinking about all the generational wealth that's going to get passed down to us and just how long that'll take. And it was just, it was just <laughs> random things I think about after I smoke weed <laughs> oh yeah I feel like I don't think that you should be in any position of power if you're like over the age of I'll say 55 but if it were up to me it'd be like 45 like no offense but you like you're not fucking relevant with what's going on anymore like <laughs> I forget the age to be like to even run for presidency is like up there somewhere it's not I think it's like 30 or 35 35? or five is it 35 okay because I was like 45 35 somewhere in there yeah I mean I'm not saying we should have like a 19 year old for president that'd be pretty we've had Donald Trump for president like what else could go wrong you know what I mean <laughs> like year old <laughs> fuck <laughs> throw a little weight in there it'll be all right <laughs> but for real i don't think that they should be running the country i don't think they should be in a lot of positions of power if you're just that far out of touch with like culture and society today and they are and they don't realize it i mean exactly my parents are like uh they're not 60 yet but i know they're past 55 i forget how old exactly they are and it's like my parents were always kind of the younger parents growing up most of my friends' parents were like 10, 15 years older than my parents. Like they were pretty, they were the younger ones. And even now it's like, I love them, but sometimes I'm like, damn, like their views are just so outdated. Like they just don't see things the same way that like our generation does. And I mean, of course, everybody kind of wants to talk shit about every generation. Like earlier, we're like kids these days and I understand there's going to be like differences and stuff like that, but I think millennials are the best generation truthfully and i think that we're so fucking open-minded and just like willing to deal with change and just the world as it comes and adapt and grow and like question things and now that's the issue with the boomers they didn't question shit they yes. just said okay this is how it works that's exactly what i was gonna say ali is like our generation like we know tradition but we also know to question things to where mm -hmm. the generation before us did not question things and the generation after us does not know tradition. So mm -hmm. it's like, we are a very, very special generation because we have both sides. Like we remember when the first computer came into our house and we were the ones that like literally like, like grew up with the beginnings of technology, right? Or just like the internet. Social media, all of it. Yeah. And again, with AI, like, so not only do like, Right, like you said earlier, we've got filters and things like that on social media and stuff, which is affecting, you know, young girls and their self-esteem and their confidence and their self-love. But now it's going up to another step of like AI photos are being created and put out there. And some people may not even tell the difference between if it's an AI picture or a real picture. And then they're comparing themselves to something that is 100% fake. Yeah. And it's like, what's the point of this? What mm -hmm. is the intention besides being addicted to social media? Like, what is the intention after that? Like, yes, like we're on social media, but we don't need to see these fake things in order to keep using social media. So like, what is the point of creating more and more unrealistic expectations through AI mm -hmm. for the younger generation or just like, you know, 
every person, no matter what the age, right? Yeah. I saw somebody post some shit on Facebook the other day and it's like one of my friend's moms that I'm friends with on Facebook. So she's probably like 60 plus, but she shared a picture and was like, oh my God, look how beautiful this baby peacock is. And I look at it. I was like, that shit's AI. Like that is not a baby peacock. I even Googled it. Like, what does a baby peacock look like? Not that. Like, it, it was cute. Like, don't get me wrong. It was cute. But I was like, there's no fucking way that baby peacocks look like that. That's and all- in the comments, it's all these people like, oh, my God, so beautiful. Like, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, that's the shit I'm talking about right there is that they're just fooled by this shit. Like, cannot even tell the difference. And it's like our generation knows. I think the one younger than us knows. Like, they can spot the fake shit. But it's mm-hmm. just interesting to think like where things are going to be if you literally cannot tell the difference between what's real and what's fake. I saw on YouTube the other day. Have you seen the Joe Rogan podcast AI shit? No, I haven't. Somebody literally produced a fucking whole ass podcast with his voice, like his face. Stop. And even at the beginning, it's like it's his voice. And they're like, this is actually not Joe Rogan. Like this is artificial intelligence. So don't be posting crazy shit on social media of something that I said because it's not actually me. And I was like, this is crazy. Like, imagine the the future of that. Like, I heard another thing too. Like, ooh, it might not be Apple, but someone is currently working on something that's like FaceTime, but like 3D, which I think is pretty cool. Like, imagine being able to like talk to your grandparents or something and sit down and like have dinner. I mean, you can't eat, <laughs> but like sit down. <laughs> talk with them and stuff like that stuff I think is pretty cool and could be an amazing thing but there's just so many like good things and then so many bad things that I can see like I've never been so conflicted about a topic overall I think it is a good thing if people aren't dicks and humans are dicks so (laughs) erase the human error I actually read this book. I didn't finish reading the book because I had to return it. But I started reading this book called Unplugged. And I love sci-fi shit. It was really good because it was about this girl who lived in this app with everyone else. Like for as long as she can remember, she's lived in this app where everything's perfect. But, you know, you obviously like don't get to really taste food and you don't really get to like feel the sensations of real life. I can have food. Oh, my God. Well, she doesn't know what she's missing, right? Because she just grew up in this app world and something happens to where they've got to go back to the real world and they get unplugged. They're basically plugged, like think Matrix style. They're like plugged into this thing and they get unplugged and she finds out that the whole reason that everyone is in this app world was because there was some kind of like sickness that like destroyed like majority of the planet and the people that survived went into this app world and it was just like super interesting to me it makes me think of like avatar where they're just like laying in those yes also great do you think that's the future of everybody that's what i said earlier i was like are we just gonna be fucking laying in bed in this virtual world yeah either that or going to a different planet i wonder like obviously you're missing the physical components like eating or fucking (laughs) like i wonder if the human like brain is just capable of having those same emotions in an artificial intelligence world that it is in person. Like, can it produce the same chemicals and like, feel- like if you meet a fucking robot on your AI video game, can you actually be in love with them? 
where you actually have those chemically, like not even being like, oh, I love this. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I wonder yeah. if that's possible. Because what we're seeing, like, isn't even actually what we're seeing. I've been watching too many documentaries lately. Literally everything around us is like not even real. <laughs> your your eyes are making up so much of what is in front of you. Yeah. Which is just crazy to think oh, about. Have you ever heard of a, what is it called? Like a true mirror? Mm-mm. Okay. I just like thought of those real, those mirrors that get real close up and you're like, oh, I don't need to see my face as big. No, no, it's, it's better actually. I, I want to get me one of these. So basically like when you look into a mirror or like you take a selfie or whatever, it's just reversing right? Mm -hmm. What you're seeing. But if you look into a true mirror, which actually is not a reflection of you, but it's like how the angles are of the mirror, like you're literally looking at what other people see. You know how when you look into someone's eyes in person, like it's a different feeling when you look in your own eyes in a mirror, Mm -hmm. because the mirror blocks the full passageway that our eyes are giving. So like, we don't even see what other people see in us. Yeah. And then a true mirror shows that of you. You can just like buy this. What is this? Yeah. Yeah. I'll send you the uh, a TikTok with the link in it. And we maybe can put it in the show notes for people that, that are interested in it too. Who's going to be like, tell me I need links for all the shit you guys are talking about. I'm like, oh no. I know. I'm about to like send you a whole list of ch- things to watch. <laughs> yeah. I told you I'm just chilling the rest of the day. Love it. One thing I do want to recommend is a book like if people are like oh my gosh I want to learn more about like what can we do like what's a different like solution for you know technology continuing to advance and our government just not and sucking and like what can we do to like change that um the war on normal people by Andrew Yang such a good book it'll be in the show notes check it out it'll basically tell you how automation has already affected us and then predictions of where it's going to go and the solutions of how we can not make it go that way. So Ooh, I don't want to give away too much, but yeah, check that out for sure. If you're looking to, um, to make some innovative changes. Yeah. I just say it's not going away, you know, mm-hmm. it's not going away. I don't think there's really any going back now. And I think that we're going to be forced to find the positives in it. And there are a lot of positives. We've just talked about it. But it's not going away. So finding stuff like that, like reading a book about it and just educating yourself more, I think is important. But also just like remembering to be human and like stay grounded is going to be the challenge, I think. And that's where all of us hippie bitches are going to come in. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Did you have anything else on your mind about the AI that you wanted to say before I rip off this wig? Um. No, not really, except I think there was, I think it was Bill Burr. I don't know. There's a stand-up basically talking about how, like, ridiculous those um, sex robots, is that, con- that's considered AI, right? Those, like, sex robots, like, how realistic they're becoming and stuff. And he's like, Jesus, pretty soon, like, everyone's going to have one. And the only people that are going to be, like, fucking actual people are going to be, like, homeless people. <laughs> I love that I'm like, do you have any final thoughts? And you're like, sex robots. <laughs> whoa i didn't know this was a thing that's crazy (laughs) you're probably right though people are gonna be like i got a robot boyfriend i don't need you (laughs) exactly that's why they said like this is good where he said like jokingly obviously he's like this is gonna be a thing like she doesn't nag you when you get home like she just sucks your dick makes you a sandwich you know like, like typical like funny guy stuff but yeah i mean that's what it could turn into right just got my sex robot oh yeah i forgot i was gonna tell you 
it wasn't anything crazy, but Time Magazine, they just like their newest magazine that came out. The title literally says Artificial Intelligence, the end of humanity. So I thought that was interesting. Like, obviously, some people take it real bad, but not if you got a fucking sex robot, baby. (laughs) (laughs) That will stop producing. Like, we do need some population control. There's too many damn people here. Well, why is it this is this is a biased question, but why is it that like the people that are like the most irresponsible are the ones making the most babies <laughs> these days. Anyway, yep. maybe it was different back in the day, but <laughs> I'm noticing a trend, and I'm like, <laughs> should you be spawning that much? <laughs> probably not. The answer is probably not. That's a whole another fucking topic. <laughs> I'm just gonna stay quiet. <laughs> all right everyone after this episode throw your fucking phone in the water and <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> throw it out the fucking window okay thanks for listening to us talk shit thanks for being here stuff of course oh fuck that's it for another episode of the fuck the status quo podcast thank you so much for listening i hope you guys like what i'm doing here if not then live your life man set yourself free from my voice I mean, why have you even gotten this far? (laughs) But if you know someone who would enjoy listening to this, please share this episode with them or post it to your story. Or you can go fucking bananas and run around town telling everybody that you run into. And then leave this podcast review because it really helps to get the word out there and help other people find this podcast. So that's it. That's my plug. Be a good person by leaving a review. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you guys in the next one.